Hi, everyone, and thanks for listening in. Welcome to Leading Well, where we get to know leaders and how they make it happen. I'm your host, Tim Davis. And I'm his co-host, Alyssa. Let's introduce our guest today. My name's Fred Broadwater, and I'm a native Oregonian and retired uh, National Guardsman and uh, current member of the uh, Kaiser Post Number no. Seventeen, the American Legion. Yeah, awesome. awesome. Thanks so much for serving this uh, um, in our great country of ours. So, uh, Fred, usually we just dive right in. So, like, if we were going to look back, like, kind of where were you born? Uh, what did early childhood uh, look like for you? Uh, well, I was born and raised in Corvallis, Oregon. Um, I went to elementary school, junior high school, high school, and college in that town. That's where I met my wife. Um, we moved from Corvallis to uh, Salem with a job and then moved from Salem to Portland. And we've been in the same house for oh, over 40 years. Wow. There you go. Wow. That is cool. Yeah. Um, so what were you, like, what was Fred like in, in uh, elementary school? What were, you, <laughs> what were you into doing? Well, one of my favorite sayings is um, I would, my mother would be uh, counseling me or chastising, and, and uh, I'd say, Mom, I'm trying. And her comment generally was, oh, God, are you? <laughs> <laughs> like don't try, <laughs> but uh, no, I was uh, uh, I was not athletic as a as a young man. Um, I have uh, an amblyope and and a lazy eye, so mm. I couldn't uh, do baseball because the ball would disappear between the pitcher's mound and the catcher's mitt. Yeah, and you got to see that thing, right? Yeah, so. and, yeah. and uh, I I'm also left eye dominant. So Mm. um, tennis wasn't going to be good for me. Golf wasn't going to be good for me. Wasn't big enough for football or tall enough for basketball. So I just was your basic kind of average student. Okay. There you go. That average student is uh, probably an upgrade for my my, uh, educational experience for most of my, uh, childhood, I would say I was below average on that stuff, but yeah. So, wow. So, uh, what did, uh, what did, I mean, was there any other hobbies, you know, during maybe your high school years, that type of thing? Well, I was involved in a, in a youth organization called Malay, uh, and I went through the chairs there. Um, of course, typical of, of the mid '60s, I was into cars, and and uh, I owned. Uh, uh, well, after after high school, I wound up buying a '65 Pontiac uh, GTO, and and uh, I thought that the GTO was uh, Italian for something, but it, what it wound up being was gas, tires, and oil, and I burned <laughs> I burned all three of those. Oh, <laughs> no. I was about to ask what what um, in high school or your earlier ages, like what was one of the first things you thought you were passionate about? Sounds like cars might might have been one of those. I I originally thought I would uh, try and go to work for an automobile uh, manufacturer in the design end. I, um, but that didn't work out, and and uh, right out of high school, I joined the the National Guard uh, in Corvallis and. Uh, discovered that kind of liked the military and uh, 
I spent 28 years in it. Uh, started out as a private E1 and retired out as a lieutenant colonel. So um, I had I had some really uh, good times and met people that I would never meet any other way. Yeah, that's awesome. 28 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, as you... Uh, like, as you looked at uh, serving, you know, in military and that type of stuff, what was maybe different about it than you envisioned it before you jumped in? Well, I uh, I think a lot of people think that the military is just uh, some people giving orders and everybody blindly following them. And, and I remember uh, a situation in my uh, civilian occupation— uh, at the time, and and I had a district manager come in. I was running a uh, a retail store for uh, color tile, and she asked me. She says, "Fred, you're in the military. Did you ever not follow an order?" And I said, "I looked at her. I said, yeah, the dumb ones all the time.'" <laughs> she didn't like my attitude, I guess. <laughs> but when she brought her boss in the next day, he stepped in through the door and took a look around and said, I see why you saved this one for last. This is the way they all should have looked. Mm. So I felt kind of vindicated. Vindicated, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's good. Yep, yep. Yeah, so uh, now you're, you know, you're involved uh, heavily with the American Legion. And uh, and so maybe tell us a little bit, uh, first, uh, maybe an explanation about what the organization does for our listeners who don't know. And yeah. Well, the American Legion is America's largest veterans organization, and we uh, try and help veterans. Uh, We're involved right now here in uh, Kaiser with getting a veteran who has got a disability or a handicap, and we're working on getting him a wheelchair ramp to get into his house. Mm. Um, We uh, sponsor... Uh, what I'm involved with and most passionate about is is a, a program we have called Boys State. And um, I went to Boys State in 1966 out of Corvallis when there were about 600 or so uh, Boys Staters from all over the state of Oregon. Well, the youth has changed and the dynamics have changed, but... Um, Teaching leadership and getting the the young, the youth of our nation involved has not changed. Um, so we do uh, some mentoring uh, while they're in our care for a week. Uh, last year we had uh, uh, we grew the program by a little better than three hundred percent. The year before we only had nine boys. Uh, this last year we had uh, 29 boys and wow. one and one from Washington. So Washington and Oregon cooperate and, and uh, uh, share assets. Um, it's a hands-on uh, program. The 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 young men come in. The first thing we do is uh, they've already been separated into two mythical political parties, nationalists and federalists. But the first thing we do is we give them a bar exam because 
they are going to form a city and a county or cities and counties if we get enough of them. But you got to have a judge. You got to right. have a you got to have a public defender. You got to have a DA, and you need those at all levels. And so, before they get the right to practice law, we give them what we call a bar exam. <laughs> exactly. And and every it's an open book test. We they're given about a sixty page uh, brochure um, on Boy State and. You know, who does what in the Senate and who does what in the House of Representatives and what a mayor does and what a chief of police does and blah, blah, blah. And, it, and it's, it's I don't say fascinating, but last year's uh, exam, the last question uh, was a three-part question. And as I was explaining this to uh, a, uh, a legionnaire and we were interviewing two young men, um I said, the last question has no right answer. And he said, how can you have a test question with no right answer? And I looked at him and I said, easy. I wrote the test. <laughs> <laughs> but but the actual test question was the first third of it, uh, the first part of it was, what are the first 10 amendments to the Constitution called? Mm. The Bill of Rights. Second part had no right answer. Which is the most important? Uh, you know, if you're a states' rights advocate, might be the eighth, might be the fourth, could be the First Amendment, freedom of speech, could be, you know, that's a personal. And then the, the third part of the question is why? So mm. we try and make them think. Yeah. And and uh, uh, we got s some really uh, good answers. Um, and we had 16 boys that that uh, qualified for uh, the bar exam. I mean, they all passed it, but I took the 16 with the most right answers and and listed them on a whiteboard, and they knew that they could apply for being a judge or a public defender or something like that, or the Supreme Court. What, what Boys State does is we start off with with cities and they learn a little bit about a city and then we go into counties and then towards the middle to tail end of the week they have party caucuses and nominations and they elect a governor and every state in the United States is different so we don't have a lieutenant governor in Oregon so we elect a governor a secretary of state an attorney general uh uh, oh, legislators. Maybe. Yeah, 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 legislators, and, sure. and and they have. There's three boys that uh, comprise the uh, Supreme Court, um, and we have guest speakers that that uh, come in. Uh, this year, one of the favorite guest speakers, uh, as judged by the boys' reaction was uh, Kathy Clark, our mayor here in, in Kaiser. Yeah. And uh, she talked to him. She was uh, very well received. Yeah, if we can think about, like, it, for those of our listeners, you're getting this mental picture, right? But uh, these kids are kind of launched into this, and it's not a 
a hyper detailed layout. I mean, they're no, they it's run given it, it to them. They, it's here's what you're trying to accomplish. Now go accomplish it. And so you can imagine for our listeners that there's the type A's and the others that people are beginning to discuss because they have to come down to who's going to be this position, who's going to be a legislator, who's going to be the DA and all that. And people position for those things, just like in real life. Uh, but uh, you get to see uh, the cooperation, uh, the competitiveness, the all those things that happen in real life, right? And all along, I hope what our listeners are getting is this is an amazing civics lesson uh, that these young people are being able to actually live out and learn because it's active. And so civics isn't even being taught in public schools. No, it's so, not. Yeah, which is how our entire nation is run. So, yeah, that's good. Um, the, uh, uh, the I, I, I don't want to call them kids, but they're, they're juniors in high school. They've got, a, they've got another year to go. But invariably, these young men... Uh, go back to their high school, and because they now have a little bit of a grounding in that, they wind up becoming the student body president or the senior class president or the leader of this group or that group. Some of the most uh, more notable uh, Boys State graduates nationally, um, Neil Armstrong, right, uh, Tim Scott, uh, Tom Cotton, um, Mike Huckabee in Oregon, Ted Kulingowski and Earl Blumenauer. Yeah. Uh, probably the most famous uh, boys stater was uh, we send two boys back to Washington, D.C., and it's called Boys Nation. Uh, and I kind of roll my eyes and go, huh, 50 states, two boys, sounds like a Senate. And that's, <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. Yeah. They go back to D.C. for a week and learn the federal side of the coin. Well, there's a famous photo of a boys' nation, a uh, boys' stater, uh, shaking the hand of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Mm. And that boys' stater was Bill Clinton. Wow. So, uh, sure. and, then, and then you've got other fellows that went to boys' state that you wouldn't normally think of, like Magic Johnson, uh, John Bon Jovi, Springsteen. Wow. Yeah. You know, the... So the, Springsteen it's, might need to revisit, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but uh, uh, it's a it's a recognized and respected uh, program mm -hmm. by colleges, universities, and the military academies. Um, yeah, and something something maybe we need to bring up is that you're talking about Boy State. That's what you're in charge of. But we also have had and are redeveloping right a, a girls state in partnership. So just so our listeners know that this is what this is the area that you're focused on, but there is these opportunities uh, for for young women, as, especially we have sponsored and partnered with you guys to to provide those opportunities for girls too. Well, there is a young lady. I got a I got a phone call from the West Point admissions team leader for the state. And he said he had a a, a lady that he really wanted to get her to girls state. And I said, well, there's no girl state in Oregon. He said, could she go to Washington? I said, they're shipping their girls to Idaho. He said, what about Nevada? I said, I know nothing about Nevada. However, take this phone number down. It's my counterpart for California. Um, her parents arranged for her to get to Sacramento. Yep. The Kaiser Post paid her uh, sponsorship fee 
uh, through a generous donation from Valor Mentoring, and she was out of independence. So she wasn't even uh, a, a Kaiser girl. Right. Now, uh, in 2022, we had two students from McNary High School, um, and uh, one of them was elected the governor, yeah. and the other uh, would have probably been elected the secretary of treasury, but um, we didn't split the the boys and girls apart, and that's one of the things we should have done. But they're welcome to attend any lectures or participate in the, the debates. We give them... One of the fun parts is we give them what we call uh, city problems and county problems. A, a city problem, oh, 10, 15 years ago, was your city has a littering problem. How would you solve it? And the boys at Boys State came up with the idea of a bottle bill. They wrote the bill. It had merit. We submitted it to uh, the Senate and the House of Representatives, the legislature here in Oregon. They crafted it, and we now have a bottle bill. There you go. The right girls there. expanded the program to include juice drinks and the Gatorades and like that. So the kids can come up with some really good solutions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're our future, right? And so giving them opportunities uh, within boundaries to, to think and to be creative and to produce uh, is, uh, I think, an, a strong American trait, uh, right? As well as, uh, I think, uh, you know, yeah, uh, leadership development. And that's how it happens. I mean, nobody just wants to be a robot, right? No, so, no. Yeah. And, and uh when you sit in the back of the classroom or in the back of the assembly area and you listen to them argue passionately <laughs> uh, and they get into some really good debates, uh, one of our favorite topics is uh, which way should the toilet paper go? Oh. <laughs> should it go over the top in the front or over the top in the back? And Let's they... take a quick vote here. I say over. Over the, over the top in the front. Yes, over the yeah. top in the front. Over the top in the yeah. front. See, as so it was have, designed yes, in as the blueprints. Unanimous consent. In the patents of <laughs> toilet paper. Right, so for all of our listeners, when you go home tonight, make sure that your toilet paper <laughs> is over in the front. Yeah, That's there you right. go. As it should. <laughs> but the, the the kids have a ball. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, I challenged each one of them in the class of 2022. I said, did you have a good time? And rah, 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 rah. I said, did you learn something? Rah, 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 rah. I said, okay, here's my challenge. When you go back to your high school, I want you to, to find one boy to, to replace yourself and one boy to grow the program. And they did way more than that. And this year's class thinks that they can triple the class again next wow. year. Because yeah. you went from nine to like twenty nine and then we'll grow it again. There yeah. you go. Hopefully yeah. we'll get back to hopefully we'll get back to a hundred to a hundred and a half. And that's yep. a that's a nice size class. I mean, it's still small enough that you're as a as a counselor or as an advisor, you're gonna get to know those kids. Uh, they elect their own governor. They elect their own yeah. uh, leadership. And we don't have, uh, you know, we 
kind of hands off because this is really their program. We're yeah. just there to make sure the ship doesn't hit the rocks too often. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What is um something that we usually like to ask everybody is what would you like to say or what would you say to your younger self if you could talk to like your 25-year-old self, but let's take it to let's say your 17-year-old self, right? Cuz this is kind of the age that you guys work in with Boy State. What would you say to yourself at 17 if you could say something? Study more. Study more. <laughs> yeah, I was I was not a really uh great student coming out of high school, but um uh and I and I thank the uh National Guard for teaching me leadership and mm. and what have you. I uh, uh, I enlisted uh, with no idea what I wanted to do, and then after a couple of years, accepted a commission and wound up being a rifle platoon leader and a mortar platoon leader and a company commander and then a battalion staff officer, and all those roles required leadership. Right, and so I. Learned it, I don't say the hard way, but I learned leadership, and that's what we try and teach these kids is leadership. Um, we're, we're mentoring them, and just like you mentor your program, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm so, so glad that, that you and I met and we got to know each other. And quite frankly, I probably never would have met you were it not for the American Legion. Right. Yeah. So no, that's good. Yep. Yeah. There's uh, there's tons of ways to uh, affect your community. Um, you know, we of course hold you know some things very dear in America, and and the military is key in both getting us there and then keeping us uh, in a place of freedom and and those type of things. But we definitely want to continue to raise up young people to know how our system works, be, get involved with the system because that's how democracy works, right? And well, so. and and as you mentioned earlier, civics is not taught in high school. Right. Right now, um, we're trying to get um, a high school credit or a college credit right. for Boys State in civics. Yep. And if that comes to pass, I think we'll really have made some strides. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Um, Fred, maybe uh, what's uh, there's lots of things you've learned and, and, and applied, but what's one or two of the things that you feel like you've applied to your life that that is beneficial, maybe on a daily, weekly, or just an, you know an annual basis, a concept, a principle? Well, I'd, I'd say um, accept ownership. I don't think there are, um, I don't say bad leaders, but I don't think if, if you are not getting the results that you want out of your team, maybe you're not communicating well with them. Mm. And it's the leader's job to communicate. And if it's not happening, the leader needs to say, hey, that's my fault. I right. messed that up. Yeah. And I and I've said that uh, repeatedly with the Boys State Committee. I I said, "Hey, I didn't do that right." And that's mm. I cleaned that up last minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the scary thing about leadership for for a lot of people, you know, it's like Yes, you have a lot more like ability to make change and especially for talking civics and stuff, but then you're also the per- 
you're who everything comes to, right? You're the, you're the, right. it's your responsibility to make sure all those things are going well. And if it's not, then it's, it's coming down to you. So it's, that's an important position. And I think it's a cool way to learn that responsibility and that ownership that you're talking about. Yeah. And they learn it at a young age. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're what, 17 years old, mm-hmm. 16 years old. So, um, it, mm. it's good. I, I really think it's good for them. And the encouraging thing is that the people that age are able to critically think they think it's not just I'm just in high school I'm not doing anything you know it's like they're at an age where they're able to have those critical conversations and those passionate discussions whether it's about which way the toilet paper faces or whether it's about a bottle bill and how you can clean up the streets you know it's like learning those things having those conversations and working your brain and doing it in a, in a space like you said where there's mentors they can talk to and bounce ideas off of and they're not just talking to talk you know they're talking to learn yeah no that's good um if our listeners are thinking well i've got a high school sophomore or junior and i'd like to maybe uh, connect them to something like that how would they reach out to you guys well uh the american legion has a website and boys state is on the website and it and the application is is there uh we try and get about fifty dollars from mom and dad mm-hmm. just so they've got a little skin in the game and then the post comes up with the other three hundred dollars to send the the young person to uh camp okay yeah yeah that's good well awesome um i'd like to thank you fred for coming in and spending your time with us um this morning and then i'd also like to thank our listeners for listening in if you want to find out more about like what fred is talking about their website for american legion is actually just legion.org super easy l-e-g-i-o-n.org you can find out more information there and um you can listen to our radio show and podcast air every saturday on kslm at 11 a.m or you can find us on apple podcasts spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts thank you for listening to leading well by valor mentoring